Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. today just want to put that out um <laughs> i was wondering why i was unusually aroused and i i couldn't even see you but i must have felt it exactly um <laughs> i just didn't i i took a shower like right before i got on and um because i i hadn't today and i was like i feel gross i'm just gonna go take a shower real quick Dude, and I, uh, I take a shower before the show you know <laughs> you know I'm, I'm trying to get ready and this is a professional <laughs> professional outfit and uh I found, you know, boxers, obviously. I found my pants because they're the same ones I had on because they're jeans. And who fucking cares? Um, and then I couldn't immediately find a shirt. And I was just like, I don't fucking care. And then I just went and sat <laughs> That's down. That's when you're carrying stuff. It's like right after <laughs> It's like whatever. Like, I'm home. I know the first thing I'm going to do before I go to bed is take it off. <laughs> so, you know, what's the point? You know? I was like at work. Here we go. When I was leaving, they're like, okay. And they go, hey, Hey, stay safe. And I go, I'm always safe. I'm wearing a condom right now. That's how safe that's I am. Right. That's right. <laughs> What's this fucking meme um, that I saw? It made me laugh so fucking hard. And it was, um, it's like a girl and a dude are about to, it's, a, it's an old meme, but it's uh, like a girl and a dude about to have sex. And the chick's like, did you bring protection? And then he goes, oh yeah, don't worry, babe. And he pulled out like a fucking like a card for Magic the Gathering that's for blocking like a spell. He's like, I stay prepared. I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. It just caught me in a weird time and I started laughing way too fucking hard. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to just deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. Madam Riley. <laughs> Uh, so we hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, this is our first episode in December, our last episode in November of this recording. So, uh, um, and, um, it, it, it's, it's a good Thanksgiving because Adam got his iPhone early. Oh yeah, I did. So <laughs> my iPhone, for those who might not know, um, was back ordered until 
December 18th. However, they told me um, December 18th basically a made-up date. They had no fucking idea when it was going to come. They just assumed it would come sometime after Black Friday and um, came like two weeks ago according to whatever date this podcast came out. And um, it is very nice. I'll tell you what. If took you want a phone took, that took extra to get to him. <laughs> oh my God. So for I, I can't do any, I love Verizon service. I do. I do. I think they have the best network in the United States, but they're fucking, they seem to be ran by spider monkeys, just banging coconuts <laughs> around. And motherfuckers, every time I try to change something or do something on my account, it has to fuck up. It can't just work. And I'm not complaining because I did get my phone early on, you know, whatever, whatever. But no, it's your it's your God given American right to complain, <laughs> even when put, shit goes um, well. They ne- neglected to put my apartment number on the thing, so FedEx is like, "Well, we don't have your address," and I'm like, Ugh. "And it wouldn't have been." FedEx even told me they're like, "If they didn't put it where you had to sign for it, we would have just left it at the office yeah. at the apartment complex." But because you have to sign for it, they're like, "No." Yeah, so that, that was the same thing with my phone. It's like somebody had to be here to sign for it. So, because because instinctively I thought FedEx was fucking around, but they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to call Verizon and tell them to update it. This dude was so convinced. He was the nicest guy, you know, Indian guy, very nice. You know, I had no problem with him, but he has to do the fucking "Are you sure you're not fucking up?" kind of questioning that the Verizon makes him do. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the problem here. I didn't do anything wrong. Just waiting for a phone, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I told him flat out, I said, um, I honestly, I'm not upset that it's late. Technically it's early, but it's an expensive thing to go missing. Right. So I want to make sure we're all on the same page here and then it's getting to where it needs to get. So he goes, for some reason it took him 15 minutes to tell me this, but he goes, well, I'll just add your, your apartment number. And we're directly connected with FedEx, so the, the update will go over there. So when they scan the package, it will give the new thing. And I go, okay, cool. <laughs> and he goes, so, so when you get off the phone with me, you have to call FedEx and have them scan it. And I go, okay. And he goes, um, but it won't update right away. <laughs> and I go, so I go, so let me get this straight. <laughs> I said, you're going to put my apartment number into the address field for this order because something I forgot to mention, my apartment number is on their website. My address is correct. For some reason they didn't put it on the order. I don't know why. Well, you know, they had to leave out um, certain things, you know, to for extra right. space for other stuff, you know? Also, if, if you've ever dealt with Verizon or gone to a Verizon store, you, you will know that they, their computer systems seem to be from 1997. <laughs> like they, they're always slow or crashing or it's, it's, it's the they, shittiest they use infrastructure. The, they use the real to real computer. Uh, computer <laughs> Jesus bank. Christ, dude. They use the same, they use the same computer system, um, that, uh, they brought down the aliens and in fucking independence day. <laughs> no, it's it never the, changed. It. It's the same system that they use during <laughs> war games with Matthew Broderick. Like right. that, that's the same system they're using. It's like, Hey, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know? <laughs> but, um, so, I go, okay, well, how long is it going to take? And he goes, I don't know, like a couple hours. And I'm <laughs> – I try very hard in my life to be humble, okay? But what's irrit- what, what gets me on edge is how expensive the item is. If it was like a $15 thing, I, I'd be like, whatever, bro. I'm sure it will get here. Like Steve knows. I, I don't care. You know, It's like whatever. 
We're talking about a phone that's over a thousand dollars. Okay, I need to know where the fuck this phone is. You know, like we need to figure this out. So I'm working at the time, and I I go, cool. Did you change it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, bet. So I let it go for a couple hours. Then I went and checked on Verizon's website, and I saw that the order had updated the address. I go, okay, cool. So I call FedEx up, who, by the way, will answer the phone a lot sooner than Verizon does. <laughs> um, and they go, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, Verizon told me, you know, I told the whole fucking spiel. And I go, I'm just, Verizon told me I had to call you. So you scan the package. And he goes, oh, you don't have to call us. It's it's an automatic thing. <laughs> and I go, oh, really? He goes, oh, yeah, your, your package was put on a truck like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I go, oh, cool. And he's like, yeah, it, Verizon's dumb. He literally said that. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not going to argue with you. And I I appreciate this phone call. (laughs) Um, He's like, anything else I can help you with? I'm like, no, I'm good. And then it showed they, the guy who delivered it, I figured I'll probably be, he says it's on the truck. This is going to be tomorrow. Cause it was kind of, it was like four in the afternoon, but the tracking was saying it's, it's going to show up tonight, but it wouldn't give a, 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 just the date. It wouldn't give a number or a time. They never give you a time. Yeah. Right. So I was like, ah, it'll probably show up tomorrow. No big deal. You know, as long as I know FedEx knows where it's going, I'm cool with that. You know, um, it, doesn't pull, dude showed it, up, does, it doesn't pull an Amazon where it's like, hey, we don't know what happened now. Your package. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude, this dude rolls up at like 845 at night. Oh, shit. And I'm like, I, I didn't. I'm so stupid. I had already put it out of my mind. I'm like, who the fuck is knocking on my door? <laughs> and I go outside and I have fucking cats now. So I have to like walk outside. And shut the door because they're kittens. I don't want to run out, even though they don't really seem interested in running out. But you know, no, they usually like even my cats when they go out there, they go out there and they sniff the air and then they just kind of look like this looks kind of weird. If you leave I'm, it open I'm too scarred. long, if you leave it I'm open s- too long, they'll go out. Right, I'm scarred because dogs don't do that, and then my dog has ran out thousands of times. It doesn't do it anymore. But when it was a puppy, fucking, I was like, leave it out here. I'm done with this fucking dog. <laughs> um, so I stepped down. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, hey, um, he, he told me, he's like, I was supposed to be done like 15 minutes ago, but I saw that this was late. So I just wanted to drop it off for you. I said, damn, man, I appreciate that. Did you hug him? You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stepped back when I got out. I think he was he was COVID conscious because <laughs> I kind of stepped out, but I stepped out quickly. And then and he was like, what? It kind of threw him off. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I have cats. I don't want to run out. My side chick is acting up, so I just don't want you to be in the crossfire, you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. My side chick and my main piece in there arguing. You feel me? You, you understand. You know, he's like, I don't. I really don't. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I thought that was really cool. So, you know, FedEx, good guy FedEx um, that day um, because we all know. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know because I told my I told one of my buddies that this story. And he goes, no, fuck FedEx. They fucked up one of my – and I'm like, you know, I think we need to be very conscious that when one guy fucks up your shipping that works for FedEx – it's not the entire company. And I'm not sitting here apologizing for a company. But I'm also not wasting my energy hating a company. Because like for me, I've had pretty good luck with FedEx. Um, FedEx FedEx with me has – FedEx and actually – and a lot of people argue with me on this one. The postal postal office – has been fine. The post office has been fine with me. I I have very little issues with the post office. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like, uh, and the, to me, like when I order shit from like target and stuff, like that, so like I'm ordering like kitty litter and like heavy shit, FedEx yeah. is the one delivering it. And mm-hmm. there's one dude, one time where it was like, you know, your, 
deliveries coming today and we ordered and I had ordered like two because they had a deal. So I ordered two of those like 35 pound like kitty litter containers mm-hmm. and um I was home fuckers are heavy too. Yeah. I just picked up a 40 pound joint and I'm I'm going to die out here. Go get a shopping cart real quick. <laughs> and uh and all of a sudden River started barking. I go, "What are you barking?" I looked out and the dude is literally leaning it over the gate and going to try to set it down. And I'm like, oh, shit. I go, I run out there. I'm like, bro, I got it. I got it. I got it. He's like, he's like, you sure? And he's like, it's heavy. I'm like, yeah, I know. I mean, like, you're going to fake your fucking arm hanging it, trying to do it over the. Over I have the noticed too that whenever I order something heavy, FedEx delivers it. Well, because they're men. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, come Tough. Most, it's a hot take. <laughs> it's it's not <laughs> an, yes, it's not right. an unpopular opinion. UPS people are kind of pussies, you know. Ooh. They, they, UPS delivers letters a lot. Yeah, they they you know and you know a lot of time and you know they're just you know it, it's that's been my experience. Is they're you know oh that's too heavy for UPS. They're gonna have to send that FedEx. That UPS kind of also I UPS isn't the worst in my experience, but. UPS is worse than the other two that we've mentioned. Like they, they lose shit sometimes. Like I don't know where it's at. And then it'll be like three days later. We found it. <laughs> the worst one is DSL. Oh yeah. DHL. DSL's yeah. garbage. I don't know. No, no. DHL. DSL. DHL. D- DSL is different. DSL is still garbage. actually a good thing. It's actually kind of garbage. I mean, compared to regular broadband, but it, you know, I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, Dick second lives. You feel me? No, DHL is fucking garbage. Um, every time I have a shipment from them, I'm like, ah, because I know something's gonna go wrong, <laughs> or it's gonna be late. Right. My thing, and and Amazon is actually pretty trash lately too. But they actually, I've I've gotten a, the last couple things I've had to get from Amazon have been fine. I guess um, <laughs> I've noticed I've noticed now that they're being more honest with their shipping times. So like if you if you order something, it doesn't say it's going to be there in two fucking hours. Right. It says, you know, it's probably gonna take a day. Pim. It's like, OK, that's all I want. Like, just be real. Like, don't don't tell me it's going to be here overnight and it's going to be there at the end of the week. Just tell me it's going to be there at the end of the week yeah, and Pimp, I'll be fine you, with it. Yeah, Pimp, you know how we say it was going to be there like two hours? Yeah, it's going to be like four days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, are you all right because they, they've done that shit with me where i'm like going they go oh if you order now you get it within like a, you know get it within a day i'm like oh cool all right i'll order it then it gives you the actual shipping day yo you'll get it by thursday you're like wait what like yeah it's like just that's the only reason i would get upset at amazon is i don't i'm not one of those people that's like if i don't get it next day shipping fuck you i'm not one of those people. i can wait but don't Tell me it's going to be one thing and then and consistently not show up. Right. <laughs> like then you're just a liar at that point, and it's annoying. <laughs> now you're lying to me. You're, you're, you're the you're the reason why I have commitment issues. You know that. <laughs> right. right. I divorced my wife because of Amazon. <laughs> I'm delivering my packages. I just can't trust anybody. Can't anymore. trust nobody. Nobody. Can't trust no more. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so um. Uh, so you, you all happy because Sandman got some love in the new Spider-Man trailer? Oh yeah, dude. First of all, Sandman was a great villain and I hope it's the same actor. Um, because he was amazing in Spider-Man three. I really liked that character. I like the whole arc. I like how they did it. Um, but he was surrounded. Honestly, Spider-Man three wasn't a horrendous movie. It just had too much going on and, to the point that it didn't work. 
Like, first of all, Venom was trash. And I like the guy that played Venom. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that actor. But he just looks stupid. Like, it just didn't work. Although it was pretty true to form how he defeated Venom. Right. I mean, that's that's kind of that was was cool. That was kind of what they did in the original. Yeah. I think Spider-Man 3, the problem was it was fragmented. There was too much. Yeah. And and Sam Raimi even said that the studio was like, add this, add this, add this, you know? Yeah. And he's like, Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> add so much shit. I can't tie this into a story. Um, and he didn't because it made very little sense. And of course, emo Spider-Man was pretty whack. Um, <laughs> he could have played that a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, the whole I, I, dancing down the street thing. I, the I, problem is too, is Tobey Maguire is not believable as someone who is cool. Which he is, didn't have to be cool. He just had to be violent. All he, all he had, all he did was just dye his hair black. Like he just, yeah. like that was it. Like and start winking at girls and shit. Like he was like, okay, bro, you know. But that, that's the funny thing too to me when that came out is I'm like, the whole bit with Venom and Spider Man was he became more aggressive. It wasn't yeah. that he was fucking the Fonz all of a sudden, right? You know, yeah, he was a little bit more assertive with the chicks and stuff. I know in the comics he had a thing with uh, with um, the chick at the uh, newspaper spot right? where he was kind of trying to hit her up, fine, whatever. But he wasn't dancing down the street. And, and then I think how – I think the real reason people hated him in that movie is how he treated MJ for no fucking reason when he was in that damn bar. Oh, right, yeah. He just trashed her and I'm like, bro – why this makes no sense hmm. but the movie itself i've watched the movie a couple times there's good things in it you know like it doesn't not many I, but yeah but i get you what you're saying i think i think most people especially nowadays you'll have something and this perfect example okay real quick attack of the show came back okay well g4 came back and i watched attack of the show it was three hours hmm. um and it, it was fun the whole show was a blast. There was one segment that was controversial um, where Kevin Pereira, the original, the only one who's from the original cast, had a segment on NFTs. NFTs are very controversial. They're also kind of dumb. And he seemed to like them. So the segment would have been fine if he was more being educational, but he was more being like, you should buy these. And people felt he was shilling. Okay, fine. You know, it didn't work. It's live. It's live TV. You know, um, there were a lot of people online who said, I love, I love the show, but once that happened, I'm never watching it again. (laughs) Jesus. And that's how a lot of people are, you know? And, and every time, now that I'm I'm more of a Star Wars fan, every time I see that I go, only Sith steal in absolutes. All anytime <laughs> I get a chance to say that line, I say it, you know? Um, but yeah, it's obviously Spider-Man had way more than one thing wrong with it. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was there was cheese ball shit in the newest Spider-Man movies that I that made me roll my eyes. It didn't ruin the movie though. I feel like every Marvel movie has one moment where you're kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just because you put the cheese in there because it works with some audiences. But I'm, you know, I've been around the block a little bit. I'm just like, (laughs) all right, whatever, bro. I think the only thing that's coming to my mind is in Thor. The first Thor movie um, was when Natalie Portman goes, oh, my God. I was like. 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I just rolled my eyes and let it go. I was yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> just corny, you yeah. know. But you got to be corny sometimes. Yeah. What I liked is um, in watching that trailer, they they gave uh, Electro a, a, a nice little makeover. He's no mm-hmm. longer blue. But what was really cool, and I saw this really quickly, is when he summoned the electricity, the electricity kind of created that classic face mask that he wears in the comic book. Yeah, I saw I that. Saw That's that. cool. I was like, oh, and I go, oh, fucking look at Marvel. Give it, get, do it, all that shit. And then the lizard comes in there. But there was a shot, and people have been airing this thing. They go, they go, who hits the lizard? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like going, oh, yeah. And then somebody wrote, don't trust Marvel movie. Don't trust Marvel trailers because they showed Never. the the Endgame one where I was like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that where they're all running in the jungle and you see the Hulk running yeah. with them. And, the, you know. Yeah, Marvel. And, and it doesn't Marvel's not evil for doing it, but yeah. they'll alter trailers to not spoil things, yeah, exactly. which is perfectly fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's because the clip with the clip with um the lizard getting hit is actually not from the American trailer. I think it's from the um like Brazilian trailer. Yeah, somebody said something edit. about the Brazil. Yeah, like the like they go, what's going on in Brazil? And then I was showing that clip. Yeah, so, somebody just fucked up. That's yeah. Toby Maguire whooping his ass, bro. <laughs> but so, they're saying, um, I think all three Spider-Men are going to be in the movie. Um, I hear Andrew I mean, Garfield's kind of had it with people asking him questions. He's, yeah, but you never see Toby Maguire on the news. That's but, because, it, but Andrew Gar- well, it's because Andrew Garfield's promoting something else. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's uh, he's doing the rounds for something. Yeah, I think it was like Toby Maguire's just chilling at his house. He's chilling with Seabiscuit, and you know they're, uh, you know they're just, he did just a hanging recent, out. He did a recent, um, I think it's with Esquire or something where he doesn't have any social media. It's very one of the famous people, celebrities that has no social media. So they had him sign up for accounts and then answer questions about him as him. And he even said he's like, yeah, when I was a teenager, I decided social media was garbage, and I've, <laughs> I've never looked back. And he's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and someone said in the thing, said Tommy Maguire was the best Peter Parker, but not a good Spider-Man. I agree Andrew, with that. Andrew Gar- or, or Tom Holland – or no, Andrew Garfield was a great Spider-Man, but not too cool to be Peter Parker, which I, is kind of true. Too. Yeah. And Tom Holland is okay at both, which makes him the best Spider-Man. <laughs> And he just goes, okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> um, but it's a, very true because I think um, I do think Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Yeah, because he was awkward. Yeah, you know, but he was really just Tobey Maguire being himself. Right. Um, and then the wisecracks were way better from Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Yeah, but he was a little too cool. Yeah, he had that little. He was too. I mean, honestly, he was too good looking for Peter Parker, but yeah. also at the same time, yeah, he was that emo kid. He wasn't really a nerd. He was just that emo kid, you know? It, it was unbelievable to think Andrew Garfield as a teenager, at being that skater boy kind of dude, was a loner. Right. Like, women be hitting him up. They'd be like, <laughs> hey, what's, what's good with skater kid? You know what I mean? Like, Tobey Maguire was believable that he was sitting by himself at lunch because right. he's just a squirrely little dude, you know? Yeah. Um, Tom Holland could go either way with that. You know, it really depends on how he behaves and they don't make him a fucking dork anyway. No, they don't. Tom Holland's got friends and stuff. Yeah. He's got, he's got nerdy friends, but he's like in that nerd crowd, you know, he's, you know, it's, 
He's dating Zendella. Dude. Yeah, I know. You. I know exactly. I'm it's not like, believing anything. If I know. You're dating Zendella. <laughs> I know. You're, I know. You're, you're, you're just, you're dating Zendaya. You're, you're just kind of like, okay. Dude, oh, yeah, Zendaya. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's like, it's like, a, yeah, you know, you know, you're not a nerd, dude. We know this. We get that, yeah. right? Like, come on. Like, you're instantly the coolest person in the room, bro. I'm sorry. Like, it's funny, too, because, like, like, you see her in the Spider-Man movies, and, you know, she just, you know, she's plain, you know, she doesn't do herself up. And then you see her in real life, you're like, God damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> even my we brother, because my brother, the first time he saw her was as Mary, as MJ. And yeah. then he was like, oh, yeah, she's kind of cute. And then saw her, like, in her real life, and he goes, damn, she cleans up really well. <laughs> and I was we like, were talking that's how about she it. looks, dude. <laughs> my kids and my wife, we were all talking about her and going, like, wow, she's, like, really popular now. I said, you know, yeah, she's pretty. But it's not that. She's just cool. Like, yeah. it's one of those people that's just fucking cool. Like, it's not difficult to like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's because even in her interviews and shit, she just seems like a like a chill person. Yeah. You know? Well, there's but that, yeah, she is hot, too. There's that meme you know? going around with her with Timothy Chalamet and her where it's Timothy Chalamet's like all excited and she's just sitting there and it's like going how my mind thinks and then like her would be like, yeah. but how my brain really reacts. Right. She's just like, whatever. Cool as a cucumber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked like just she says the chillest shit like I remember um when they were saying that before they announced that her and Tom Holland were dating um people were bringing it up because it was like the worst kept fucking secret and right. um and she go they're like well Tom Holland um are you dating him or whatever and she's like well I mean he'd have to win over you know my family and that's that's the real feat. You know, he's really going to have to be a superhero then because no one really can do that. And it was just the way she portrayed herself was chill. You know, she wasn't up her own ass. Right. Which is how most Hollywood people seem to me. Like they talk and I'm just like, these people just seem like they're better than everyone else. Like that, or at least they think they are. Well, it's, it's <laughs> like, know? yeah, like that's why like pink annoys me. Like when you, yeah. like when you hear her talk, she, talks like she's educated and you're like do you listen to what you say because you makes no sense you, it sounds pretty but it makes yeah no sense. you're actually talking gibberish like you're the actually- worst one for me in that camp is demi lovato not only because of the same reason for pink but also because she's proven time and time again that she is not a reliable source for mor- moral choices <laughs> yet she keeps trying to drill it down everybody's fucking head. Well a lot of people are are uh, making fun of her now because she's doing that I think that show on Peacock where she's trying to investigate UFOs. Well she and she also said we should stop calling them aliens because it's a derogatory term and I go you're you're literally talking about made up things. <laughs> Cuz like, I mean yeah there's aliens of course but we don't know if fucking Big gray, big eyed motherfuckers are showing up in UFOs. Well, it's like it's Fuck. it's like uh, it's like yeah. I think you miss you're, you're twenty years too late because that's what they were calling illegals. They weren't calling them immigrants. They were calling illegal aliens. I think yeah. you're a little late on that conversation. I think she picked up on that thread and didn't realize that it was like a twenty year old article about saying we should not call illegal um illegal aliens aliens anymore. Because that's a derogatory term. I think that's where she got her lines crossed. She's just an idiot, you know. <laughs> well, I just it, it, there you can tell, and it's funny because if you're my favorite n- though is she got engaged to some dude after two weeks. Oh, they were in so in love. Then they broke it off, and then she comes out as gay. Yeah, you like know? damn, he really hurt you. Didn't I was he? like, oh, jeez, like 
Well, that's the thing is this the, – the way Hollywood types move, like the way they act and behave, they think that we all think they're the greatest thing. But most people can see through it. Like yeah. most people are like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And, and you can always tell people who are surrounded by yes men oh, because yeah. – and it's like Demi Lovato or Pink where they say these things – that are if they were normal people, people would laugh at them like just uncontrollably. But because they're surrounded by a team that butters them up so they can get their check, right? They no one's checking them, you know. And it's it's kind of sad. Like you, I think if anyone if anyone gets famous, the first thing they need to do is keep them real friends with them. Yeah, you know, so they can be like, "Yo, you acting like a bitch right now," <laughs> or or are um, cracking on them when they go like, ah, you fucking said this, you stupid ass. What the fuck are you thinking? Um, one of them, and one actor who I actually like, I love the guy, but um, Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. he's known to, he was on Joe Rogan podcast once, and he the way he was talking about like just life, it made no sense. Like I was <laughs> like, the, I don't even think these words belong together. <laughs> like, <laughs> but... I mean, he's had a very colorful life, Man. you know, so I, what am I to tell, you know, mm-hmm. but, and Joe Rogan, you know, yeah. Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's so funny because everyone says he's, he's just an asshole. I'm like, he's not an asshole. He's an idiot. He's, <laughs> There's he, a difference. <laughs> he, his goal is to bring people of every kind of, um, walk of life in. So conservatives, liberals, that's fine. But the problem is he doesn't have a strong enough conviction. So every single person who comes there convinces him they're right. Yeah, and then he keeps pieces of that, so he's all over the place. It doesn't make any sense. Well, somebody said that, that that's like uh, Trump. They go if you ever, they go if you're the last person to talk to Trump, he'll believe he'll you. believe you because yeah. they and they would show some press conferences where he would be like the last person that said something. He'd be like, yeah, I agree with that. And they go, and that's who you have to be. You have to be that. By the way. Um, this wasn't planned, but he spent, he mentioned show Rogan, and this is episode 420. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> now we don't also we're talking shit about Joe Rogan, but if you if you smoke weed, good for you, bro. You know, as long as you stay productive. Yeah. You know that's all. That's all that counts. <laughs> that's all that counts. <laughs> if you can smoke weed all day and still be a productive member of society, more power to you. <laughs> I actually saw a post on Reddit today where it said. Um, it said, if you if you wake and bake, you're a pathetic human being and you really need to reevaluate your life. It's like, I mean, <laughs> it, I posted a reply and I go, if you wake up and the first thing you do is smoke weed and then you go to work or you raise your kids or you whatever, who cares? I said, but if you wake up, smoke weed and do nothing all day, weed's not the problem. That yeah. person's just a piece of shit. If that's what you're doing, you're that dude Dante from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> And even he had a per- he had a house. He had to yeah. be doing something. <laughs> I put it on my Christmas tree. It's the middle of July. Oh. <laughs> and I turn around and what do I see? The king <laughs> of the motherfucking jungle. <laughs> Your ass is tanner than my face. <laughs> You're naked. Oh shit, I am. Come on in. Bro, that movie's a you classic. Better, you better anyone not anyone who you, thinks that movie's trash. You better not say that shit when the lion's here. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! He got real serious too, and even the fucking chief that was with him or whatever the tribal dude. It's like, hey man, calm down. Uh, I love that. Oh, that movie. The so only the cool. only thing in that movie that I don't like, and only because the bit went on too long, was the whole um, what's his face fucking sucking on that chick's tit. Oh yeah, 
it just went on for too long. Yeah. It was stupid. That was probably Jonah Hill's. Like, could I just let me do <laughs> this just, long? And suck on this girl's tail a little just, longer. Can I just get a nipple, please? <laughs> like, oh, geez, Jonah. <laughs> well, you want to come over to my house and jerk off on my mom? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be an awkward breakfast. Bro, <laughs> so many fucking one liners. Uh, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with the skirt, Laura? <laughs> it was just a dyed Barbie. <laughs> First of all, look, every guy jerks off. Right. And any guy who tells you he doesn't, he does a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, has car- he, he has carpal tunnel. That's what. <laughs> but who talks to what they're jerking off to? <laughs> like, you got a magazine? You're like, yeah, baby, you look good. Yeah. Get it right. It's like, um, bro, you need to get out. <laughs> get out more. Oh, my God. Out here lighting candles and shit before you whack it. <laughs> yeah, Laura. What are you doing with that skirt, Laura? I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> I, they, I love those ladies so much. <laughs> Still, my favorite part is when he walks into the kitchen and those uh, those movers are just sitting there eating his chips and shit going through his cabinet. He's all just, how you doing? What are you doing in my house? It was funny, too. And um, dude's like, dude's like, I think they have a word for that. It's like, yeah, whores. You're a whore. They, just, they walk forward a little bit like they're going for that. <laughs> anyway. Now that's a Christmas movie, only because oh it mentions God. once <laughs> Christmas. Oh, it does, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, he mentioned he's doing his Christmas tree. That's uh, one of those movies that like I want to watch with my kids, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Just not quite yet. Yeah, wait till it's a little bit older. A little bit yeah. older. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so um, I watched my now. Keep in mind, this is before Thanksgiving. I watched my first Christmas movie. I don't know why. I really honestly don't know why because I have this real thing is like Thanksgiving night I'll watch like a Christmas movie. Usually I'll watch uh Planes, Trains and Automobiles because it takes place around Thanksgiving. So yeah. I'll watch that and then eventually like um my brother and I used to watch, which I'll probably do again on Thanksgiving. We watched that um I think it's called the Christmas Chronicles or something like that. It was a Netflix movie with Kurt Russell played Santa and um and uh, it it came out like on Thanksgiving night, and I thought I go, oh maybe I'll maybe I'll we'll I'll keep that tradition for him, um, and watch that that night. But um, but this year uh, there's a Beatles documentary coming out on Disney Plus that I'm going to definitely be watching that weekend. Um, but anyway, um, so I don't know because like lately I've just had and Adam and I were kind of talking about this before. It's like I haven't really excuse me haven't had this real desire to like there's a lot of things that like oh yeah i want to watch that i want to watch that but when it comes down to it i can't decide on it like i just have no real interest yeah and i saw this one and the and it was just the 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 word the premise that was written on the screen was just these two two people uh meet on so you know meet on like a tinder kind of thing and and she flies cross country and you know um and it's catfished and I was like, and this is a Christmas movie? I was like, but it stars like it stars the chick from uh I think was it Vampire Diaries is where she on? Um uh Nina Nina Dobrev or Dobrev, I know I'm pronouncing it. Nina yeah. Dobrev. Dobrev, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, she I didn't know she was on Degrassi. 
I didn't know that either. She was on um, Vampire Diaries, I think. Yeah, that's what I remembered her from. And like, I was like, oh, yeah, that chick's pretty cute. And so it's her, and it stars. It's also co-stars this guy Jimmy Yang, who was on um, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, and he he was the rich, you know, the rich flamboyant guy that that had. The, he's the one that that chartered that whole um, that um, like, oh, what was it? That shipping container boat that they oh, went yeah. out to international waters. He's like, this is for you, man. You know that guy. So he played him. Uh, he he was um, he was playing the the lead, and I was like, okay. So I decided to watch it, and then she was obviously this girl who went through this whole thing of like bad relationships, you know. And she wrote a blog about it, and got a lot of readers and stuff like that. And uh, so she meets this one guy, and the guy that she sees the picture of is some like uh, good looking, you know, obviously good looking, kind of rugged kind of guy. And of course, they talk on the phone and. You know, she's like, oh, my God, he's like, you know, perfect, blah, blah, blah. And their bonding experience is their favorite Christmas movie. Her, His is Love Actually, calls it the greatest Christmas movie of all time. And hers is Die Hard. And the movie is called Love Hard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah. Did, oh, you watched it? I watched most of it. Uh, and I actually was kind of surprised on how, how funny it was because, like, um, I mean, I knew the dude was funny. Um, but like the, f- the funniest line that I lit that the, well, the two lines that made me die, like I literally fell out was when she's like, you know, when she's, and she finally meets the dude, the real dude in that bar and she's talking to her friend like, oh my God, you know, but what if, you know, what if, you know, he's probably got a lot of girls that go up, go after him. What am I? She's like, oh my God, you're an LA seven. So you're like a Lake Placid 10. So you have no problem. I fell the fuck out. Was yeah, like, that shit was great. And uh, and my other favorite line was when he's like, I told when she starts throwing out all this weird lingo to the the guy when he invites her to go uh, rock climbing. He's like, I told you to learn the lingo, not have like uh, millennial Tourette's. Because she's like, Yeah, rad, gnarly. Yeah, it's cool. You know, she's. <laughs> we used to watch. Um, well, my family used to watch Grumpy Old Men on every Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, huh? I forget about Grumpy Old Men. Which is technically a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, and actually, and I looked it up too, 1993 had three Thanksgiving movies come out. Now, I don't know what the fuck was going on in 1993. <laughs> like Grumpy Old Men, mm-hmm. um, Adam's Family Values, oh, which yeah, is they, they technically can... a Thanksgiving. And um, the classic uh, Son-in-Law um, was also <laughs> a um, Thanksgiving the, movie. The incomparable Pauly Shore. <laughs> um, I'm looking at this list actually. Scent of a Woman, Thanksgiving movie. Oh yeah, uh, that, Curly I was, Sue. I was bored by that one though. I watched that one. What Scent of a Woman? Mm-hmm. They say it's like Al Pacino's greatest fucking performance. I've never yeah, seen. But it. But he was the only one. I mean, most of the people, all, most of the people remember Hua. You know that they. Were, yeah. That's where he came from, and that's. It was funny too because I remember a comedian. He goes, "Have you ever noticed since Dick Tracy, Al Pacino got a lot louder." Because <laughs> they go in every movie after that, he just shouts. You know, before that, yeah, he was he's really the, loud. Yeah, he was more subtle. You know, he was, you know, and, and it's funny too because I mentioned that to one of my buddies, and he and one of his favorite movies is Heat, and we started laughing oh, because yeah. he's like, "I just had coffee with Macaulay half an hour ago," and it's like, <laughs> "What was that movie?" Um, 
the devil's advocate oh god yeah dude he chewed he was so loud i remember distinctly watching that movie for the first time and i was a i was a teenager i think when i saw it and um i was like why does the devil have to shout (laughs) like i always thought like the devil shouldn't shout right right right. like i feel like he would he doesn't need to the devil to me would be jack nicholson like that's that's the- yeah somebody smooth with it and kind of unsettling but you can't place why <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what i mean um god is an absentee <laughs> landlord you're like and i'm not and listen for the record i'm not here to say that al pacino is a bad actor he is not a bad actor but for some reason <laughs> he takes there's chew the scene and then there's like you put gravy on that bitch and you cut it up <laughs> Because he <laughs> – if he's in that scene, he's the scene. But there was a scene from the – I think it was from The Irishman. And he was the main focal point in that scene too. And he was with Al um, – it was Al Pacino. It Robert was, De Niro. Um, yeah, De Niro and then two other people that I don't know that they were younger. And his whole th- – Al Pacino's whole thing was he was pissed off that the that the younger guy was, was early. Mm. Or late. I'm sorry, late. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great scene, and I haven't even seen that movie yet because I just never ha- – I forget about it. I never have the time, but that scene was amazing. <laughs> but that's because Al Pacino's energy matched the scene because he was getting pissed off. Yeah. You know, but I just fucking – he's so fucking loud, bro. Like it's it's crazy it, how it's, loud it's, he is. It's weird that where he cho- – it's like, okay, I can understand if you're loud in certain things. I get it. But sometimes it's where he chooses to be loud, like the the random spots, yeah. like that. Even the, like that scene from Heat. Even though Heat's a great movie, we crack up every time because he's like, "I had coffee with him half an hour ago." You're just like, it's kind of like if Shatner yelled. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just inflections in weird places, and you know? it, it's such a great dichotomy when you watch that, and then you watch him in like Godfather Part Two, you know. And it's oh yeah, just, so so quiet, so quiet, you know, and then the only so. time he gets pissed but even him getting pissed was when he finds out that uh diane keaton had an abortion and then you know he he smacks her and stuff like that but it's like that's the most you see him lose control and then he becomes very tight and very subdued and all that stuff but yeah it's fucking crazy where but i think a lot i think a lot of the godfather is that's specific to that character yeah so i think if he were to be shouting the director would probably be like are you are you all right? You're fucking paying attention. <laughs> it, um, it's funny because um, in uh, I was watch rewatching this HBO series called The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels, yeah. and um, I was watching it, and then in the third season they have this this storyline where uh, Dev Patel um accidentally encourages somebody to commit espionage, and they want to give him a flash drive of all this, you know, um all this uh, work that this covert U.S. Uh, organization is doing. So she puts it on a flash drive and um, puts it in a Ziploc bag and goes, it's in the toilet of the men's room of this particular restaurant. And then Jeff Daniels right. goes, all of a sudden Jeff Daniels snaps his fingers and goes, God, she saw the Godfather. Or he goes, they, they go, this is like, just like the Godfather? And then they look at him and he's like, yeah, I'm the Godfather. He goes, you know, Michael Corleone goes to meet with... Uh, with Bernazzo and the cop and he goes and excuses himself, goes to the bathroom and they have a gun already planted in there. He goes, it's just like the Godfather and everybody's staring at him. He's like, okay, go on, continue. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I, cause we were just talking about old movies. I randomly clicked on that movie career opportunities. Oh my God. Um, oh, Jennifer and, Connelly. and I'm like, Ooh. I saw 
the score on on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> which Rotten Tomatoes is trash anyway, because I don't like that like. 15 year olds today are reviewing movies from the 80s like you weren't there like the movie wasn't for you you know so whatever but it's got a horrible score it's 37 audience and 39 um critics it's funny because if you scroll down to the critics they're like from a year ago like what the fuck were you doing <laughs> um but then i'm thinking back i'm like was it a good movie and Not all really. i can remember is is her riding that oh. fucking horse Dude, I don't know how many times I came to that scene. Like, just watching her doing that was just like, I just I, can't. You literally don't remember the rest of the movie. There's that part, and then where they were running around, it was like a montage because it's an '80s movie. Right, right. But other than that, I don't, rem- I don't remember <laughs> the plot. I know some people come to rob the joint. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, the scene where she was riding that fucking horse and she goes, does anyone have a quarter? I remember that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then she, but she was wearing that outfit like back in the, was it the eighties or was it the early nineties? Because I 91. think, yeah. Cause she was, cause I think at that time she was wearing like that, almost like that bodysuit that went into like jeans yeah. and then yeah. it's like tightened in the way she's very nineties look. Yeah. And you're just like, when she's just doing that and the camera does that slow pan up mm-hmm. as she's doing it, you're just like, Keep an eye on her hips. She knew what she was doing. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But also this movie um, was back when films um, respected your time because it was only an hour and 24 minutes. (laughs) You Um, mean not two hours? Like three fucking hours. (laughs) Can I get an intermission, please? Jesus. Well, that's that's what we did with – well, that's what I would do. That's another movie that I watched during Christmas. I was was never – I know some people that watch – the Harry Potter movies because they, I know they came out around Christmas and most of them had kind of that Christmas vibe, but I never really like, to me it was like, it was cool. I enjoyed them, but I was never huge in them. But for me and a couple of other, my, a couple of my other buddies, Lord of the Rings has kind of a Christmas vibe to it. I'm not exactly sure why, but uh, we do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it as a Christmas vibe, but I would watch it during that time. And uh, I remember like, my brother and I would watch the extended editions, you know, the big fat gold yeah. editions. So when the DVD would end, we'd be like, okay, so that's that's our intermission. Like, that's the, tonight, and then tomorrow we'll watch the second half of that. Exactly. Because <laughs> your bladder can only take so much. But what's funny is that, like, you know, back in the day, you know, we would watch movies like that. You know, they were like two and a half, three hours long. And, you know, like epic movies like that, or even movies like Braveheart or, you know, Dances with Wolves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you had these stupid articles now on, um, on like, uh, like CBR, you know, and and all of them that are like going how to watch a two and a half hour movie, you know, a two and a half hour Marvel movie. It's like you just watch it. Yeah, it's like that. You don't. What the fuck, you know? Back in the day, in the VHS days, you'd have a long movie on two tapes. Yeah. So I remember when when it would get to the point where it'd say, "Please insert tape two. and like, "Okay, cool." Everyone would go to the bathroom, right. get some food, refresh yeah. that drink. Yeah. You know, Rub then you pop the next quick, tape in. You know? <laughs> realize someone didn't rewind it, so now you got to press rewind, <laughs> go do some other shit. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember those too. Yeah, they would do that. Um, you know. I think a lot. When it comes to articles like that, where it's like how to do this, how to do that, I don't. There's a lot of articles now that they're so clickbaity. No one's asking for them. Yeah, I, I can't believe that our society is sitting there going, "How the fuck am I supposed to watch a two and a half hour movie?" <laughs> like, I think people just come up with dumb shit. Well, like what was the other one that I saw? Um, oh, what was it? Uh, oh, 
an article, and I, I can't remember who it was. I can't remember what site did this, but I follow this uh, film clickbait um, handle on Twitter, and they always retweet like, and they always say some kind of snide remark about the about the um, article. Right. And uh, one of them was how to watch the Mandalorian, and then I I replied, uh, subscribe to Disney Plus, yeah, access the app select the mandalorian like how fucking difficult is it like what kind of wisdom wisdoms do they have in there what nuggets of fucking inspiration oh it was like mostly like 200 and like 90 words of just fluff about yeah. the show Stupid and stuff like that and then it was like you need to subscribe to the app you know and it's like going no fucking shit you like you he see these things and well remember that article i posted on twitter that said um Scientists say that I think it was IGN that says scientists say that Dano Snap is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I have responded to that. I think. Yeah, I saw that one. I was like, file this under no fucking shit. Like, come on. <laughs> oh yeah, I said, thank God, thank God, somebody figured this out. <laughs> it's a fucking stupid, it's bro. A, like, it's like, is it really hard? That hard? You really have to so, fill up comp, it, the space when it's so stupid. People will click on it because they they're like, what what could you possibly be saying? <laughs> Yeah, I just ignore that shit. I have no time. Like, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's why I don't go to IGN anymore. Like, IGN's a lot of that shit now. The nerd it is isn't, turned into that. It isn't all like that, but it, there's enough where I'm just like, whatever. I'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, like, you they, know? they're bad at that. I remember when comic book resources used to be cool. Now they're all like that. It's just all that way now after they got bought. Kotaku. <laughs> Kotaku now talks shit. In their articles, and it pisses off a certain kind of person, but it makes me laugh <laughs> because they said um, they didn't even tell people to pirate games, but they said that uh, when it came to Metroid Dread, they 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 kept it one hundred, and that was the that was the problem where they go, yeah, Metroid Dread costs sixty dollars, and it's like takes six hours to beat or something like that. I don't remember the exact numbers. And um, they said when you and it's already working on um, emulators on the computer. Nintendo really needs to step up their game here <laughs> and give more value for the money. They're basically just making a commentary about how Nintendo overcharges for things, yeah. which is a hundred percent factual. But a lot of people are like, oh, Kotaku is fucking telling everybody to go pirate the game, and I'm like, everybody knows you can pirate the game. Kotaku's just saying something everyone knows. Fuck off. <laughs> I thought it was funny because they kept it 1,000, bro. <laughs> they were like, listen, I'm not paying 60 bucks for a game I can beat in fucking six hours, bro. Come on. <laughs> Step it up. Oh, shit. I know you see some of those that it's like, it's funny too because a lot of times I'm like going, is that what you took away from it? Like obviously you were already thinking that because that was put in there because you're, yeah. you're probably sitting there thinking like, do I really want to spend that much money on those games or do I want to just say fuck it <laughs> there's so many there's so many fucking times where i'll i'll read something or see something that somebody said and then people's response like their outrage to it and i'm like what were you reading <laughs> oh i know <laughs> and you'll see what's there and it's like you're just you're you're the type of person that gets in on something and goes what can i fucking complain about in this article right. there has to be something that offends me in this article i told my kids today because they, they said that one of their friends was mad at the teacher, one of their teachers, um, because he said um, <laughs> she she in the class <laughs> said she didn't do her homework. 
And the teacher goes, why? It was due today. Is I'm going to give you a failing mark on it. And she goes, well, that's not fair. And he goes, why is that not fair? He goes, well, I just really, I had a lot going on last night and I just didn't really feel up to, up to doing it. And he goes, well, I gave it to you a week ago. And she goes, yeah, but I didn't know I was going to, I just, I, I just wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling up to the task. And he goes, your feelings are irrelevant to this assignment. It was due this at this day. Right. And he goes, yeah, she's upset. Because um, she says that he's not validating her feelings. And my ch- my kid, being my kid, um, Ava, goes, but your feelings are irrelevant. <laughs> no one cares. Your feelings are your problem. Yeah, well, That's what Ava said in class in front of everybody. Welcome to the real world. Nobody gives yeah. a shit about your feelings. No one fucking cares. It was like somebody said today, it's perfectly said, where it said that one of the hardest things that people have to learn in their 20s is that they're not the star of everyone else's life. Yeah. Like they're the star of theirs, but no one else gives a fuck what you got going on. Only your close people, everyone else, you're a background character. No one cares. <laughs> well, it's like that um that uh Crystalia special uh, Man on Fire when he's yeah. like going he goes, "Yeah, you know, I'm up here in comedian." He goes, and doing all this, he goes, because he's, he's referring to everybody thinks they're Denzel Washington in their own movie. And he's, <laughs> he's sitting there going, yeah, he goes, and I'm up here and you guys are all watching me. And, you know, but I'm actually comedian number three because is up there in the seats has is about two couples that are about to fight right now. And you are all just a bunch of extras. And I'm I'm just comedian number three. He goes, and they're the stars of their own movie. He goes, that's how life works. Everybody else yeah. is just like, you know, you're what? the you're the centered one. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's funny that so many people. And that's what they have a whole new thing about. It's that fucking um, main character syndrome, where people yeah. think everyone else's lives revolve around them. <laughs> and it's like, bro, I didn't even know you were breathing until you started fucking <laughs> complaining. Well, I was I was talking to the guys at work, and I was saying that um, that uh, working with them and the way we all converse and stuff like that, and the the, the way the company is and stuff like that. I was thinking that this would make a great comedy movie. You know, and uh, and uh, I started thinking about it, and they go, so you would you be the star of it? And I go, actually, I would split me in two. I go, I'd make two characters. And then he go, and they go, and then, uh, this one guy goes, oh, yeah, which one? I go, well, there's the uh, the 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 cynic that says, like, you know, the, the one that's annoyed by everything. And, and I because and they start laughing because they go, they, that's how I am, because every time I most of the time I'm just joking, but that's how. It is, and I go, and then I would make the the then I would have the optimist, the guy who goes like I I don't even know how I ended up here, which is kind of where I am too. I go, it's the two halves of me. I go the I go so that would be I go, I go the more fun that I would have would obviously be the cynic. I go, but there's that. I go and um, and then uh, I said I go, but uh, but you I go you would make three characters, and Billy looks and goes why three characters? I go look at the size of you, dude. And then he <laughs> and he just looks at me and he goes, Fuck you. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you said you were gonna you were gonna put together a thing about the job that we worked at. Yeah, I I I did a I did a spec script for that one, which um which is kind of where it's in the same vein that I would say this one is. And and I did have a spec I kinda should find that and send that to you, but I did a spec script on that. Um like a pot it was more like a TV show. It was a, yeah. a, a TV show, but yeah. That was um, that was a spec one, which was fun. That was kind of fun because I was, you know, basically making all management idiots and 
the only ones that actually knew anything were the supervisors <laughs> with the exception yeah. of, with the exception of one or two because there was one or two that was trying to be more than what he was i think in that one i made josh the center of it though i think that's the one i, I sometimes wonder um what's going on with that company <laughs> sometimes <laughs> like i don't know because it just seemed like a very weird and niche thing they, they changed their name again oh yeah yeah they changed it a couple of years ago i remember looking up and then it said that i saw i came across some press release that w they went from because it was in queue then um touch commerce and then they changed to like some other name Still, I just remember getting really happy when I got to the point in my life where I didn't have to put it on my resume anymore because explaining <laughs> that job to people was hard. Like Actually, they'd be was, like, you did what? It was pretty easy for me because I found – I was like um, – because that, at the last interview, because at my interview for this job, they were like, what do you did there? And I go, I go, well, you know – I go, when you go to a website and a little chat box pops up and they go, yeah. I go, that was us. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I would say. I had one person say – you go, oh, you're the annoying pop-up? <laughs> I go, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and we probably took your money too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, I did it specifically for Gamefly. And he's like, what questions would you have at Gamefly? And I go, you know what? I ask myself that every day. <laughs> oh, man. People I... thought my job was so fucking cool. Like younger people like, oh, you talk about games all day. It's like, it's not cool. <laughs> it's not that either. <laughs> um, they'll say like, uh, like the coolest question I would get was like, oh, what are you playing right now? But I'm, I didn't change games every day. Right. You know, so I'd just be saying the same thing at, at one point, once a week I had on like my script or whatever, where I would copy and paste. I made a statement of going, oh, I'm playing such and such game. Hmm. I didn't even I couldn't even be bothered <laughs> typing what I'm playing. <laughs> Mario Kart 64. <laughs> right. Eat, eat it's all dated. <laughs> Mario Kart 64 link to the past. <laughs> I just uh I just played Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> right. Oh, is that was that highest score? Is that good? Is that good? <laughs> Did I break it? <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, I know. It's, uh, and the thing that were you a, were you a woman on GameFly? Or were you guys? No. What? No, because your chat persona. Like we had, like I, because I was on Vonage in Canada, and we were all we were all female named. Oh no! You we we couldn't. I don't think we could be women when you have these fucking eighteen year old gamers. They wouldn't oh, yeah. listen to to us then. Yeah. Yeah, that we were. I all... was just me. I was just. My name's Adam. What's up? <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we had female names, and we yeah, we get hit on all the time. We're all dudes too. It's funny. We all get hit on like all the time. We're like, oh yeah, okay, dude. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, do you, do you where in where in Canada do you live? Uh, I live in the United States. Oh, that must be nice. Blah blah. It's like, oh my god, dude, I'm about to close this chat. Get but that's why. That's why, because a lot of dudes are so fucking stupid <laughs> that they'll do anything to talk to a girl. They can't even see you. Picks. It's weird. <laughs> like buying a car without seeing it first. Right. Get like pics? It's like, no, dude. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Stranger danger. I need an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Thanks for tuning in, people. Uh, we have no ads, so we can be independent. 
and we can only keep it that way with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this show and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you can share the show with your friends, rate the show on iTunes. Uh, this will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust us. <laughs> I should put that. I should make it now. It's like, can't help us out monetarily. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't, if you can't help us out monetarily, I guess it smells like broke in this motherfucker. <laughs> like the whole joke is when you remember back in the day, like when you're in school or whatever, and someone would come up to you, but hey man, can I hold a dollar real quick? <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm tapped out. It's like, damn, you broke or something? Like, bitch, you asking me for money. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I know something becomes about how broke you are. It's like, motherfucker, you're asking me for money. Are you guilting me? You broke ass? I might be broke, but you out here begging. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, man. Uh, you can also check out all the other shows available on the Lazy Geeks Network. There's the Gen Xer podcast where I discuss topics in the world today and say why millennials and boomers are both right and wrong. And there's also our Star Trek-centric podcast, The Way Team, where we recap every episode of Star Trek in canonical order. Uh, and uh, right now we're currently in the Zindi storyline, season three. And um, all of these are available wherever you get this show. Uh, yeah, that's true. If you want to <laughs> be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us. Uh, the geeks at the lazy geeks.com. All right. Well, that is it for us this week. So I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking so you don't have to. <laughs>